How you doing? Good, good, good. How's the day so far? It was good, good. Woke up at my normal 4.30, 5 o'clock, you know? <laughs> Holy hell. What's uh, your... Normal day. Dude, I already hit go live. We're just sending it. What, because uh, now I'm just curious, what's what's the day look like that you get up at 4.30? Uh, so I get up 4.30, get, get kind of in my mode, and then I uh, I go straight from that into um, streaming at 5 o'clock, and then... <laughs> 5 a.m.? work. Yep. <laughs> Jeez. How long have you been doing that schedule? Uh, I've been on this one, shoot, about two years now, year and a half. Was there ever a time you did the, attempted the night grind? I used to do the night grind. I did it really heavily. And then once we had our little daughter two and a half years ago, nice. that just wasn't really working. I didn't really get enough time to spend with the family. So that's exactly what I was going to ask. Mornings. So that way I could spend time with the family and, and kind of prioritize that a little bit more, you know? Nice. And what's so, the, the main gig? Uh, main gig, I'm a business development manager. So I uh, basically sell food service, like equipment components to like, like Viking Range is one of my big customers. Like, oh, like shoot. That. So we sell like burners, handles, feet, legs, anything you can think that you'd see in the back of a kitchen. I mean, anything from plumbing to what you see on the ground so and pretty much everything the drains everything so <laughs> and how did one get how does one get into that like what did you go to college for i went to college for business marketing and management i went to Dude, Texas same. Tech. that's so, incredible yep. Yep. so so what was it. the objective there like did you have uh, yeah, yeah. if if there's a different dream than you had what was it like, um i went to college originally to be a doctor um, really so marketing wasn't your original choice that wasn't my original no uh yeah i, I started because my granddad my grandfather was a was a surgeon physician so i wanted to go into that field and then realized after a semester that i didn't think that that was going to be for me not because of grades i mean my grades were fine i was doing fine but uh i just don't know if i could deal with the the mental side of it of having to tell families that they lost somebody like that's just a hard interesting thing. that's 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 what got to me is just i, I don't know if i could separate like my normal reality with, you know, with, with, uh, with my job. So how long was yeah. it that you were, how long were you in that program or degree before you had that realization? Uh, six months. I won some, like oh, one semester. Shit. Yeah. So, one semester. Yeah. So were you already into, I mean, because I feel like at some point you're learning all the things and then you get to, what is it where you actually are like start uh, to no, shadow did you didn't even no, get to that point to that yeah no I really? was still in the schools i was still in like the the pre-med side of it i mean i wasn't even close to that yet i just realized i was thinking to myself that that i just didn't think it would be something feasible for me at the time i just didn't think i could mentally deal with that uh because my granddad passed away when i was oh five i know 2005 i was, I was oh, a wow. sophomore in, sophomore in high school so i he was like my best friend i mean he was he was my go-to he was my number one he always had always had my back and my dad wow. as well but yeah was i was gonna ask guy. that because that's interesting <laughs> that you it almost because usually i would feel like if it was your grandfather then it was your father and then you do you're inspired by both of those so do you mind why what was the connection with your grandfather that you didn't have with your uh father um the connection with him he just 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 the looking at his successful like life his career and what he did for not only like not that my dad didn't my dad's great my dad's one of the one of my most important people in my life but uh something that he did i guess a little different just looking at what he succeeded with and how much he was just selfless 
he was always about like even though he was in the medical field he was he was the head of trauma whenever like john f kennedy was assassinated in dallas um so he went through a lot of a lot of stuff with that mentally and, and things like that i mean it kind of met that kind of messed with him because he revered the president I mean, it's the president of the united states so he he, he was kind of honored to do that yeah but at the same time with with all of it there's a lot of mental side of that and just to see how selfless he was and he didn't want to take any credit for any of it like he tried to kind of stay out of the media with it where about 90 percent of the other doctors sorry if you hear my daughter in the back back there they're leaving oh it's all the good door. i love it <laughs> but but uh they're they're heading out the door uh to class so bye everybody um, but, <laughs> but so uh so with whenever all that was going on he tried not to take notoriety of it and about all the other doctors, a lot of them, I wouldn't say all, there's some others that didn't, but a lot of them tried to get fame out of it, tried to get, uh, tried to get notoriety off of that. And instead of just doing it for the good of humankind, uh, like, like some did some, some profited off of it. Off yeah. Of the, off of that. So that, to me, that, that look to me is just something really positive and he just, he didn't do it for him. He did it for, for the good of mankind. So and that was just kind of mm-hmm. always his philosophy. So that's, how I try to look at life is is don't do something for somebody else. Do it because you want to do it and because you you love what you do. So I love that. And fun fact, I'm pretty I, I wish what, either your grandfather or my Nana was alive to be able to corroborate this. But my Nana would always tell the story that she was a nurse in Dallas. And when JFK was shot, she was one. one she was leaving her shift in her uh, full nurse's uniform or whatever, and they needed people, and she actually was one holding his head as oh, wow. she came in. Yeah, so I'm. I would be curious if they knew each other would because be that would be insanity. Yeah, my, so, my yeah, grandfather had the same name as me, Doctor Charles R. Baxter Rufus was his middle name. Yeah, that's a but, badass uh, name. Yeah. <laughs> so, so same name as me. I mean, but I got the different middle name because I got my mom's dad's middle name, but. Um, but it's, yeah, it's a, it's a small world, man. And it, and it was funny growing up, uh, we actually had, um, a guy at our church was last name Tippett, which was the officer Tippett was the, the officer that was shot, uh, during all that going on. And it's weird that his, his grandson was, was our, our, our son, not grandson. His son was a part of our church. He was an older gentleman. What? And, and so I was like, this is just such a weird, like, a weird thing that it brings these people together you know like it's just kind of odd it's it's crazy how the world works <laughs> yeah and everyone apparently uh, still loved texas y'all weren't going anywhere <laughs> oh my yeah. goodness okay so then so grandfather inspired you to get to attempt to pursue medicine you decided after six months that wasn't the case what was your step then like it was I guess I should also ask yeah after that was it still all right I need to do college I want to do college what where were you at after that because that's i mean thinking that you want to go into such a field and then after i mean six months realizing that all of that is not actually going to happen yep like that could either be extremely stressful or extremely freeing what was your journey with that um i mean it was a pretty easy decision for me like once i I knew i wanted to go into business after that because i i like dealing with people i like I'm, i'm i love sales i love marketing I love managing people. Uh, my current job, I don't manage people anymore, but I used to. Um, oh, nice. In my, my jobs before, but previous to the one I'm in now. But, <clears throat> but overall, I think it's just it was just a decision 
like when my grandfather, uh, whenever I, I saw him in the hospital before he passed away, he even told me then, cause I was, we already talked about me pursuing medicine, all that. But, uh, he told me, he goes, don't do it because of me do it for, because of what you want to do. If you don't want to do that, I know you'll do good at whatever you do. And I just, that's when I just kind of, at first I was trying to prove, I tried to do it for him. I wasn't doing yeah. it for me. So I feel like I was pushing myself to try to do it. And I just, I thought it would make me happier and it did. It's made me very, I, I love what I do. I love, I love the, the people I deal with on a daily basis. So I'm glad I made the decision and I, I'm glad I followed my heart more than, more than his, more than his path. So. I love that. And then how does that get into where did the content creation streaming aspect come from all of this? Like, were you um, always wanting because there's it's it's interesting to want to be around people, but then there's also the entertainment aspect of that. And I don't necessarily think you get that from marketing or even being a doctor. So how yeah, how did that sort of rear its head into everything? Uh well, I've always had a passion for games. I've I've played competitive like Call of Duty since I was in in uh in college, obviously, but I played elementary school and all that. I played Halo, I played competitive Halo a lot. Nice. Uh, I mean, I've played actually back, I mean, on a team and all that good but, stuff. Uh, well, we we competed in tournaments and stuff for Halo nice. And yeah. So, but nothing like like CDL type, yeah, or like that. But but yeah, I mean, we played a lot and we we entered like local tournaments and things like that. But uh, a lot of game battles, a lot of game battles. Nice. <laughs> but but uh, I actually had the reason I even got into streaming. I was just I wasn't even thinking about it. I was just playing Call of Duty with a friend of mine. Uh, he's actually a, a smaller streamer that's 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 kind of starting back up now that he's he's back on his feet. But he nice. said, "Man, you really you really got to stream. Like you've got the you've got that the personality for it. You've got the skills for the gaming side of it, which I don't believe I do. I'm just kind of a mediocre gamer, but <laughs> I have fun with it. I have fun with it. But uh, and he said, "You just need to do it. I think you would do well." So I started on Mixer, and then oh shit. Well, rode that wave for a little bit um i tried twitch like once or twice and i got affiliate and i just i just the vibes weren't really there as much for me on on twitch for me i don't know just just wasn't me yeah uh and so then facebook reared its head i i came over there before before mixer crashed i actually started streaming on facebook what i guess three and a half almost four years ago now um damn so you were I, one of the first yeah I, yeah I started pretty early on facebook and then but i couldn't put my full time into. i mean obviously with yeah everything going on but I gained a pretty good, pretty good support group and, and good community. And I love what, what I'm able to, what I've been able to build. And, but I mean, for me, it's, it's not full time and it's not about like the, the money side of it. I mean, yeah. money helps. Don't get me wrong. Oh, but, of course. But, but at the end of the day, cause my mom's, my, my, my wife's a stay at home mom with all nice. the ones. So, so I'm just trying to try to do something. I want to do a side job to make a little extra money, but yeah. also I wanted to have fun doing it and doing something I'm passionate about. And if you can turn one person's frown upside down, you know, it's, it makes you feel good about the day. That's, that's how I look at it. So that's kind of what brought me into, into this. And of course now I've just been mostly on kick. <laughs> yeah. How's that been going for you? How have you been liking it? Uh, I love it. I feel like there's no stress. I don't know about you, but eh. I feel like for me, it's, it's, there's less stress over there to me because I just don't have the metrics to look at all the time. And I'm, I judge myself. Oh, that's fair. So, <laughs> Have so. you always judged yourself that harshly in this? And it's also interesting, uh, though, considering it's, I mean, uh, two-parter. It, would there be a 
goal to do this full time? Or have you kind of, or have you more so accepted that you love this as your part-time hustle? I mean, I would love to do it full time. Okay, would have, I'd have to, I'd have to supplement what I'm making now, though, to make that worth it. Oh, totally, insurance and all that. But I mean, I, I 100 would. I mean, if I could do this every damn day, like, like you do, like a lot of the guys that I look up to do. I mean, I would love to. It would be amazing. But at the same point, it's just, it's, it's for me. Um, I mean, if that happens, great. But yeah, at the same token, it's, it's kind of my escape. It's a way to kind of just reflect on 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 what i do have and the community we do have and i feel like i'm showing up for them too because i mean there's a lot of people in the community they struggle with a lot of things and you're that one light in their day like yeah and and so i i feel like i'd be giving up on if i ever gave up on it which i don't plan on doing anytime soon but it would be it'd be really tough it'd be tough to do so that's interesting that you choose the word give up as well as opposed to choosing something different yeah, is, is I mean, that I, how it would feel? As long as you still had, I guess that's the difference of still having the passion for it versus not. Because I assume, based on how you're speaking about it, you freaking love it. So oh, it I would do. be, I'm if 100%. you went away from that, that would be giving up. But if you lost your passion for it, would you then feel more comfortable stepping away? Or oh, would 100%. then you, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I can 100%. I mean, it's, it, I, I just love what I do. And, I, and I, I love doing it. My wife supports me a whole lot on it. And it, and I know it, sometimes I let it get in the way of family. I mean, I, I try not to, but yeah. like I'll, I'll forget that we have something at eight o'clock, so I won't stop my stream at seven thirty. I'll go to eight o'clock, and she's like, "Hey, we gotta go." <laughs> and so I'm like, "Oh no," because oh I get goodness. you know you kind of get kind of get in that in that in that in that that go 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 when you're playing Call of Duty, you know? Yeah. But I don't. I lose track of time, and and I've, I'm trying to get better at that. But other than that, I mean, 100. percent I would. I would continue doing this till I, till I'm dead. <laughs> so that's so beautiful. And what, so yeah, it was just being good at it. Was there that same community driven desire before you got into it? Or do you feel like that was something that happened once you started? Um, I feel like it's what I've always wanted. I mean, I, I, I want to have like a core group of people that, that I can just talk to. I've always had like a core group of community online, like even in the, even in the old call of duty days, the people that I, there's a guy in Chicago, uh, his name's Dan. I've known him probably almost 20, 20 something years. We've never met in person, still haven't met. What? But I've, I've known him for literally since I was in like middle school or elementary school middle, middle school, probably, but he's like probably a few years older than me, but we've been, really good friends through all of it. And he, he lives in Chicago and I've never met him. <laughs> Are you ever going to? Yeah. Uh, we've, 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 we've actually like planned stuff and like stuff's falling through, but I, we, I plan to get out to Chicago and go see him for sure. No Are doubt. you worried you're being catfished? Is that why all the <laughs> no. plans have fallen through? <laughs> no, just life. I mean, like, uh, of course me getting married and everything changed how easy it is to get out there. That's but, also uh, fair. But like our schedules are, pretty busy with a little one but uh but yeah no i I just like we we had i had a work trip out there i have a customer in chicago so i had a work trip but it was one of those where i arrived at like 1 a.m and i left by noon the next day like my meeting was early in the morning and i got in got on a plane out yep so it just wasn't enough time (laughs) oh my god we were texting back and forth just didn't get to make it happen okay well 
in the next three years, it needs to happen. And then we can all <laughs> reminisce about the time you guys actually talked. So yep, then exactly. do you not have, I mean, you mentioned the core community. Do you not have that necessarily IRL? Oh, I do. Would you say? I have, I have okay. Great, yeah. I have a great friend group. I mean, I've got uh, probably, probably about six or seven guys that are my core guys. And then of course, nice. a couple friends, a couple friends that are my, my core group with my, with my family. So, and then of course my family's we're my family and my wife's family. We're all, we're all very family oriented. So we're always around each other and, and always have that camaraderie and that, that relationship to build off of, which is, is great. And a lot of them support, even her mom comes on my streams really and, and pops in. So yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool to see for sure. That's beautiful. What do you guys like to do? Like what's, is that, is the gaming through, is there a gaming through line with that group of friends as well? Or is it completely different? Um, some of them game, uh, some of them got into it more so whenever I was into it. Um, like they saw me, they wanted to come, they, they bought a, bought a, bought a console just to play with me. Nice. Um, but a lot of them, a lot of them don't really game a whole lot. I mean, they might a little bit, but it's more so the just supporting me on that side of it, but they don't, <clears throat> they don't really get into the gaming side. If I do like a, something off brand, like I, like I've done like hot food challenges and stuff like that. Nice. Yeah that kind of stuff they'll join in on like they'll be oh yeah like they'll they'll pay to watch me suffer but uh typical dudes <laughs> but yeah so they'll do that they'll jump in whenever it's something like that or if i'm doing something sports related that they're into because i've i do a little bit of sports kind of review some like important plays or something like that but that's that they'll get more into but they'll leave a tab open for me i mean it's not nice. like i'm in there but so but the yeah, more that's... so like the what would you say the because I feel like so many groups are based on this is what we do as a friend group. What is that for you guys? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'd say like sporting events, concerts. Um, I mean, birthday parties, obviously. Yeah. Um, like we don't really go out like just to go out now. It's usually like an occasion. <laughs> are most people uh, parents as well in that whole group? Yeah. Majority of them are. Nice. All, but, but definitely. Yeah. Majority now have have kids or either one or multiple kids. Um, so, so a lot of them are, are kind of out of that phase, but I mean, a lot of the times too, like we'll, we'll plan like a, like a double date type type thing where we'll send the baby off to one of the in-laws or to one of my parents and then go and have like a kind of a night, night of fun, you know, but for the most part, it's, it's usually around a, like a concert or birthday or something or holidays. Nice. Yeah. That makes sense. What, like how has that how has friendship because it's always it always interests me those who have who are still doing content creation who also have another full-time job who also have a wife who also have kids like does this does it ever get how do you manage the stress of that if there even is that for you uh there's definitely stress i mean i'd be <laughs> lying if i said there wasn't but I mean, I think the the best way for me to manage it is is if I need time and I and I just can't stream that day, just too much going on. I'll just send a message out say, "Hey guys, I won't be live today," and I don't let that take precedence over my IRL stuff. Because, yeah, because I I owe it to my family and my daughter and my my wife to spend time and watch her grow up and like be be there for these good moments, big moments. And things like that so i mean i i'll work around the schedule if i can stream later in the day i do if not i'll do it i'll do double stream the next day or i'll just 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 cancel it outright but 
for the most part, I try to, I try to prioritize the family time over, over the, over the gaming side of it or the community side of it. But, uh, at the end of the day, that's, that's what, I mean, the community means a lot to me, but family's first always for me. So. (laughs) Oh, 1 million percent. Was that something you've always tried to act on? Was that something that you had to sort of figure out along your streaming journey? Well, I definitely had to figure it out. Um, whenever we first got we got pregnant with our little one, is when I was kind of just starting to really pop off a little bit. I guess you'd say that the nice. algo and stuff on on Facebook. So, how so, old is the little one? Two and a half. Okay, nice. Yep, yep. So she'll be three in September. But uh, so whenever I first like really started doing well on Facebook and really like, man, this this could actually turn into something kind of thing on Facebook. Um, that's whenever we found out we were we're pregnant with the little one. And, uh, so I don't think I was there enough for, for my wife at the time. I got really like into the gaming side, into this, the community. And I, and I was, that's when I was doing late nights. So yeah. I would, I wouldn't be there for her when she's going to bed to help her. And, and, and I didn't realize all this was going on behind the scenes. I just kind of got into my zone and wasn't focusing on that. She was struggling. And, and yeah. for me, now looking back, like I regret that ten tenfold, you know. So I'm gonna make sure that I'm 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 a hundred percent always there for them first first and foremost. And I I had to come to that realization like because we finally talked about it after after we had the baby, we had that tough convert those tough conversations where you made me feel this way and yeah. Got, how did that got, start? How did it finally come up? I'm always so interested how that um, ends up happening. Um, well, it came up just because, I mean, she, she brought up the frustration of, well, during my pregnancy, you didn't do this for me. You didn't do this for me. And this was this for their how lives. far after the baby was born? I mean, in that first few weeks. When oh, okay, nice. The first. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, F- yeah. okay, no keep going. Yeah. yeah, when there's no sleep going on, and, and I mean, it just everything comes out, you know? So, yeah. But I, we're, we have a great, healthy marriage. We do really well. And, but there's, there's always going to be struggles, and the marriage is, marriage is work. Oh yeah. So we all, we all look back and we can change things that we should have done. And, but really the thing is what we can do moving forward. And and that's prioritizing her and my, my daughter over, over the stream, which I know it's something I love, but that's something I love a lot more. Yeah. And what did that change look like? Was it difficult? Was it because I can feel as though having your partner say that they're might be that part of you that accepts it but then there's also that part that's like i also want to stream i also want to stream so was that yeah yeah, was it a difficult thing to accept or were you did you kind of just snap out of it relatively quickly um it was definitely difficult and sometimes like i'd catch myself getting back into that and uh and i had to had to stop myself and but now i mean it's it's 100 like i mean that's not that i don't want to stream and I, i love to do it but yeah there's just you gotta in my eyes prioritize what's most important and then and then go from there and just and just 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 figure out another way to to get some content out or figure out another way to do something on that side later but focus on the i try to focus on that now and what i need to get done with the family and then i figure out that mental side of it later because i i mean everybody we we look at numbers we look at things like that i try not to anymore i don't luckily since kick Nice. I haven't looked at a number. I haven't looked. I at mean, anything. you can't just, really. Yeah, yeah. You can go to kickstats.live or whatever. Oh, really? Not really. Oh, I didn't even know yeah. that. Yeah, that's but interesting. A hundred percent accurate, but at least it gives you something. I mean, yeah. I, I wish I wouldn't have known that, but somebody told me that in my chat. So, 
shit. But, uh, now the information's <laughs> out there. <laughs> right. But uh, no, it's it's been a, a good mental break for me. And I, I even my wife like notices I'm happier. I've been not stressing on the Facebook numbers and I'll still multi-stream to both. But then I, after like an hour, I just in the Facebook and say, Hey, come over to kick if you want to. Nice. But, but for me, the mental side of it has been, I mean, tenfold. How have you, what was you, what was your process in dealing with that, with everything going on on Facebook and all of that? Was it, yeah. How did you go about that? I know it's also different because you do have your main job. So I guess, yeah. There could be the frustration with the numbers, but if you're not relying on that money, it there might be some levity. I'm just curious what, yeah, how your brain deals with yeah, that's that. A good, that's a good question. And and I, I mean, I, I, the main thing for me was to make sure my community supported the decision. Mm, nice. And, and I, I talked with, talked with some people, talked with my mods, talked with, some really tight community managers, the OGs, I guess you could yeah. say. Um, and I talked with them and, and they, everybody, most of them were like, screw Facebook, let's go. Like, come nice. on. And so I just said, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll jump over. I mean, I've, then I've got some that are really tight members of my, my community that, that are stuck on, stuck on the Facebook side. Yep. And I can't, can't quite get them to make that leap, but I, they see that I'm happier. So they are, they are coming over there. But that's, I think it's a little against their will, so to speak. But <laughs> yeah, that's fair. You have to persuade some people sometimes. Yep. But no, it's it's been it was it was definitely a little bit of a, a worry though that a lot of my people wouldn't come over because you I mean you work four years on something. Oh yeah. You you, you don't want it to all just crumble. I mean, regardless if I'm full time or not full time, you still kind of want that community over there. It's hard to re rebuild and rebrand. So I just for me it's it was stressful but i just feel like focusing on the community and making sure they're good with it uh was the biggest thing for me i love that i love that dude what about I, you as a full-timer well how how was it with you I know oh it so horrible it was so oh, horrible like it's it's easily this has been the first time i've ever had my own well i mean yeah first time i've ever had my own business first time i've really relied on the internet and is someone who just loves to understand and have as much information as possible. The biggest part was just my brain, not computing how Facebook couldn't tell us these things. That was it. Like, I don't, at the end of the day, kill our algo, kill whatever, just like tell us that all these things are happening. That's it. Because in this world of content creation, you can do so many different things and the whole purpose of it is to create in whatever way you'd like and so if they give these parameters in terms of quality audio quality video your blah 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 and then you'll get pushed awesome i know those are the things that i need to do and then from there i can use my own creativity to build my brand but then when those main three things are being hit and it's not working then it makes you doubt your own level of creativity it just made it very hard to feel creative because it felt as though you, I mean, you had to stay playing Call of Duty. You had to yep. go live at the exact same time. You couldn't take any days off. It just didn't feel as free as creation should feel. And that sucked ass. Like going from 250 CCV on my slowest stream to like 60 people 
70 people at the busiest when I have more of a following now at that 70 number than I did at the 250. Yeah, it's, it's just not making sense. So it, it, it yeah, I, I don't know. Like I, I still like, I still feel like I'm processing it because yeah. there's 60,000 people that hit the follow button for a reason. There's however many of those people who turned on live notice for a reason. And so to not, yeah, have that information go out to them, have so many people tune in after two weeks of going live straight and be like, oh my gosh, I didn't know you were streaming. I haven't seen your stuff in forever. And it's like, oh, I've only been posting that I'm live every day and posting VODs and posting <laughs> reels every day and all these things. But then it's like, it's not your fault. Like I can't, especially if it's, if I also am working through my own mental stuff and I'm being inconsistent or more inconsistent than I would like to be. And then you have a platform that's inconsistent no wonder this person isn't consistently thinking about, oh, it's this time I should be in the stream or, oh, I haven't seen him in forever. Maybe I should click on him. There's so much yeah. out of sight, out of mind. And then, I, yeah, just with Facebook hiding gaming or I just, uh, yeah, it's just all felt super shitty. And again, I, I just need, I love communication. It's so it's so easy to say something, even if that thing is the harder thing and someone else might react negatively. Like I would, I would rather be honest in that regard than I, I would, I feel so much more comfortable giving someone a difficult truth than an easy lie. Like I can't do it. Even when I'm saying, even with, when someone's asking me how I am, if I'm not doing well and I'm saying I'm doing good, I feel in my body negative. Like I feel like I just yeah. betrayed myself. And that is kind of just the feeling I got from Facebook. And now that I've taken that energy and moved it over to Twitch, now I feel that same shit from Twitch. It's like, I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I feel as though I might just have a perspective or a desire for these companies to be more forthright and honest more and transparent. more transparent and compassionate towards their creators and yeah, so like, I don't know, dude. That's that's why I'm just I'm really praying and hoping that Twitch or not that Twitch either. Well, okay, either that Twitch sees what's happening over at Kick, realizes how out of touch they are with us as creators, and then finally does something to fix that, or Kick just continues to live up to their promises, and we don't even have to worry about Twitch anymore. Like that's all I want, yeah. the, and and the fact that Trainwrecks is behind kick makes me feel a little bit more confident in terms of he's someone who's consistently speaking his mind. He's someone who's consistently being on the creator's side. And so yeah. everyone's always been, you know, what if everyone's trying to get people over to kick and then they switch the split or they do something and pull a little uh, sneaky switch on us. And it's, I, I truly don't think that he is the type of person who would put his name and all of the, so, that yeah. has, yeah, in order to fuck us over. That just, that just doesn't make sense. I'm very curious yep. to see how advertisers and everything, because, I mean, I don't... I, the only person or thing that I don't like about Kick is the person's initials that are AR. Otherwise, yep, I, know exactly. I yep. am... Yep. <laughs> I love everything about Kick, for the most part. I mean, everyone is going to try and ruin something somehow. So... Of course, if you have little nerds that are streaming corn or whatever stupid shit, yeah, 
that'll affect it. But for the most part, it's been incredible. It's been incredible yeah. to see. I think if they can just get the advertisers over there, because yes, it sucks. While it's incredible, the generosity that our communities are displaying, like just seeing the numbers that everyone 100%. is hitting over on kick is beautiful. But at the end of the day, I also don't want to have to rely on the generosity and the amazingness of everyone in my community. I would love to have access to brands that could then do that. So I think if you can, if, if Kit gets to the point where they can still have a sick split and be able to gain advertisers and sponsors for their streamers, it's going to be unbelievable what people are oh, going to yeah. be able to do. Because you oh, can already, like, and that's, I think I saw someone doing a thread on it. It's, you can, it's not always about the numbers. It's not always about the CCV. If you can just look at the amount of gifted, the amount of, like, love that these, people have for their communities and for their streamers and for each other like it, it would be mind-blowing for brands not to want to work with those creators seeing the amount of love that they're able to cult, uh, cultivate in that because that's all you want and so yeah that's that's been the whole spiel like it sucks i think there would be it, it, yeah it, it would be interesting to and I think even from your standpoint of being able to take a morning off in a way, yeah, you're still missing out on whatever that might be, but you're still getting your IRL income. You're still getting that full-time thing. So it's, I guess on paper, you're not doing something extra for that day where if I don't do it, I am potentially just not even making money for that day or, and then potentially another day because someone who saw me knew from the day before would come back the next day. I'm not there. They forget about me. So it's just, yep. it's, yeah, there's so many yeah, different stressors. Yeah. Cause like as a full time, I mean, you're part of somebody's routine, you know? Yeah. So, so like, yeah, they might think like, Oh, he's, he missed two days in a row. Oh, like, I guess he just stopped streaming. Then they might go find somebody else at that time slot. Yep. I mean, that's, and, and I know that goes through y'all's mental and, and I know it would, it would go, it even goes through mine when I miss a day and I'm not full time. So I completely, completely agree with you on that. I know on, go back to kind of like where you said with Facebook where like your CCV dropped so much and like your, your lives weren't getting pushed, no noties, all that fun stuff um, that we all, we all dealt with on the Facebook side. And I was going to say one thing on that. Did you feel that like posting reels or posting VODs affected your lives? Do you think that, that I don't that? know? I like, I, there was nothing that I was ever really able to figure out on Facebook. Like there, I remember, I want to say month and a half ago when they, or maybe two months ago when they really started pushing reels, when they were doing the reels bonuses and all of that, my following grew more in the span of that month that we were pushing reels than ever before. But okay, hardly any of that was making it to stream on a case. Yep. Like I would be getting 50 to like eh, 25 to 50 follows a day. And then still going live and maybe one to two people, oh, dude, I've seen your lives. What's up? And then that would be it. So in terms of, I, I, it's also different though, because I've been multi-streaming for so long. I think I quit my partnership yeah. like beginning of February. I don't even remember when it was, maybe beginning of February. And yeah, of oh yeah, end of January. That happened. Yeah, yeah. Dude, which I just have to say, I will... I don't know if it was me. I will take credit. The amount of messages that I got from people that are like, yo, how did you end your partnership? Made me feel very nice. I was like, oh shit. I didn't realize that people 
<laughs> were that inspired. So that was cool. But yeah, it was, I, I don't, I don't know. Like that's, that's also the tough part is you don't know. Is it, is it the fact that I'm multi-streaming? Is it the fact that I did this title or like, what is it? Because there's just no, there's no concrete way. There's no concrete way to look back and be like, okay, this is how many noties were sent. This is how many people accepted it. This is how many people ignored it. This is how many people were in for blah, 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 blah. Like maybe those things were, would help, but they definitely would help, I think. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. then you could figure out, all right, what little live noty tag, what title works the best. But I don't know, man. I, I think that's also the tough part. At the end of the day, it's like I just love hitting live and seeing what happens for those six, yeah. seven, eight hours. I don't, while I am intentional and I like to think my content through to a certain extent, I. I don't want it to be scripted. I don't want to sit and have it be minute by minute, 30 minute increment by 30 minute increment. This is exactly what's going to happen. And I feel like that's almost what it would require to a certain extent. If you had all that information, I don't know, dude, yeah. it's yeah, that's the tough part of damned if you damned, if you don't, I guess exactly. Kind of <laughs> yeah. That's the tough part of creativity. And it's also tough being someone who doesn't, also know if I'm going to enjoy something right away. So it's, I could have this grandiose plan of X, Y, and Z, and I start with X and then that makes me not want to do Y and Z and then I'm fucked. Like, so yeah. that's, yeah. Are you a preparer? Are you someone no, who, I, I don't, I don't really, I don't, nothing of mine is scripted. Nothing I do is really scripted unless I'm doing like a hot food challenge. Of course that's scripted, but other than that, not scripted, but it's it's I know what I'm doing and that's what I'm doing. But mo- mostly it's like, hey, go live, vibe out with the community, go play some Call of Duty, go play some Fortnite, whatever they want to, whatever they want to see, and then just kind of vibe out and have fun and just see what happens. I I, I don't I don't I don't not like the scripted stuff. I just yeah. for me, for me mentally, I I'm I'm in there to escape too, and I just want to I just want to have fun. That's all that I at the end of the day. That's why Facebook was so stressful. Yeah. Because you had you had to play Call of Duty. That's all you could do. I mean, if you didn't play Call of Duty, you could bye bye Algo. Or or if you didn't play like GTA yep. role play. Yeah. So. Yeah. And oh fuck, there was a question and then it was gone. Um Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So do you are you big on your on long form content, short form, anything like that? Are you primarily lives? What's your um primarily live just because i don't have the time a lot of the time for editing and it's yeah to pay somebody to do one million percent so as i've i've looked into like just having somebody create some and i i did have a really good consistent thing for about i don't know like a month or two and then i just i kind of stopped doing it because it's taking up so much of my time editing and i'm not i'm not the best editor yeah what was that shortcuts maybe i could do better what was that system what were you doing uh mostly short form so i would i would stream a little bit a little shorter and then spend like an hour or so editing, editing like two or three short, short clips and then scheduling them out for the week on, on, on like YouTube shorts or, or on Facebook reels. And I got really good at it for like a month or so. And then I just, I I, I was loving being live more than I was the editing. Yeah. Same. (laughs) And for those clips, were those things that you were intentionally going for, or was it just good moments from stream type stuff? Uh, just good moments for stream. Uh, nice. I've thought of, I've thought about doing some like just for fun, like actually thinking about it and going and 
trying to troll some people like you. I know you troll a lot on yours. <laughs> a little bit every now and then. Yeah. And I love watching, watching that kind of content. So I've, I've thought about doing stuff, stuff similar, like where I could go and troll, troll a lobby, like make somebody. So I've, I've done that, like singing me a song. Nice. I didn't script it, but I was like, Hey, sing me a song. If you want to live or yeah, I told them to sing me backstreet boys and they did. So they lived. And then there's some that didn't. So they died, but that's beautiful <laughs> but i mean I, just stuff like that i have done a, i guess I, I wouldn't say scripted but it was like one of those things where i was like hey i'm gonna do this whenever i kill this person that's beautiful and so. do you what because you mentioned inspirations do you are you a big live watcher are you a big just short form long form like how do you how do you take in your content um, I'd say I watch more lives than I do anything else. I do like support the homies like in VODs and stuff like that, but I like the lives because I can, I can talk to them. Yeah. You know? Like you get that because that, whenever they're not live, they're not wanting to like sit there and just message back and forth over and over and over. I mean, some of them, I mean, I do have probably a core group of, of people that I've been around for streaming for the last four years. I mean, some of them started the same time I did like mile high game. And I talked to him a lot. Nice. Uh, Troy's Troy's a really good friend. He stayed at my house for both Loot Fest. Oh, <laughs> so, really? Or Loot Loot Fest and Tim the Tatman's Tailgate. So, how'd you guys meet? Was it through uh, gaming? Through gaming, yeah, through Facebook, through Facebook gaming. So he was That's on Blackout, sick. and then we went into Call of Duty Warzone to sec- together. And then I played a lot of PUBG back in those days, but. But yeah, that's we met through that, and then we formed a a little bit of a deal called the Guild back in the day. Okay, it was, it was say more. Yeah, so it was basically I don't know. It was like probably ten started out like ten kind of core group of street like smaller streamers on Facebook, and it was just kind of supporting each other. And then it grew into this other thing, and then it got to be where it was a lot of like started move people started using as like a follow for follow type thing so we uh, were like oh this is done that's like, we're, fair we're not we're not doing this so we all kind of just left that and just the the close ones stayed homies and people kind of went their own ways but but uh at the end of the day for for me it's i, I just love i love that relationship inside the streams yeah because you can really you can really get to know not just them but their community you can get to know a lot about somebody through their live streams like I don't know, just for me, it's, and sometimes I just lurk when I'm working, I'll pull up a tab on one screen and I'll have nice. two or three, two or three streamers. I'll just have them. I'll be lurking. I'm in your stream a lot. I'm usually lurking and have a, Hey, <laughs> thank you. Sitting on a screen just cause I mean, it, it helps. And, and I know, I know how much mentally it can, it can impact people just seeing that number one tick higher, you know? So, Oh yeah. So it's something I try to, I try to do when I'm, cause I've got three screens for my streaming. So I use one for watching streams and i have two or three tabs and open on that one while i'm doing work on the other two so wait even as you're streaming or is this for irl work no no this is irl work that's amazing okay streaming i couldn't tab up i I feel like i would i would end up closing it or doing like i'd forget to turn off the sound it'd be going on the whole time and i would (laughs) yeah so that's beautiful but i will pull them up on my phone and just mute it and just have it on my phone sometimes just to just to help out the homies, but damn, dude, you're of having all of them on 5 a.m. though. But yeah, <laughs> that's fair. I'm actually, dude, I'm actually quite surprised how many people start so early. There but I also some, know a lot are on the some, East Coast. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people on the East Coast start around eight or nine. Yep, which is like Central Time, and so I'm usually getting off, and I'm able to like 
good thing for me is I can send my community to somebody that I trust and love, you know, yep. that I'm, so it's very consistent. Like I, I've sent them, I, I, I send them the audio. I send it a big E nice. lately. I've been able to send them a testy. I don't know if you know, yep. testy on, yes, sir. Testy's a really good dude, but I've sent them over to those guys a lot just cause they're already live. And, uh, and if, and if, if I see somebody that's, I'll usually go to the browse. Double duty is another one that I always send them to. Nice. I know you know him. I know you know him. Yeah. <laughs> but so I send them to those guys a, a lot, and and they they take care of the community. Their communities are all great and got similar vibes. So I try to I try to send them to somebody like that. So that's that's the perk of having an early stream. I'm getting off and able to to give them somebody else to to watch that's valuable. So so as you're perusing these lives, what is it you're looking for? Like what, what gets you hooked? Um, a lot of it's just the appearance. I, I like, I like like a good, a good aesthetic background for some reason that just appeals to me when I'm okay. not listening and seeing what, because first, I mean, I guess your first impression is always important, you know? Yeah. So, and, and then, or if I go into a live and like, say they're not talking at all, like to chat, they're just focused purely on the game. Uh, or like or even even if they're in the lobby like they're just focusing on talking to the people in the lobby and they're not really looking at their at their chat i'll usually go to the next one how long but, i'm always so curious because i feel the same way how long because it's also different because as creators we also know there's certain times where you might not look at chat for 15 minutes or 10 minutes because you're so ingrained oh, yeah. in the game uh, so what is how do you like, distinguish uh, if it's if they're heated in the game, I understand because I do it all the time. I think we all do, <laughs> especially Call of Duty because you gotta you gotta focus up. But uh, I I look for like a a lull. I, I at least wait for a couple lulls, like where like say that they died and they're waiting to get bought back or something like that. And I'll kind of judge it by that. If they're looking, if they look at chat, like try to catch up, then I'll be like, okay, like they they just were heated in a battle. Or I'll wait till even the game ends sometimes and just see how they interact or what their what their vibe is like. Like okay, guys, y'all, let's go. Let's go raid this person. And even nice. if they're, even if they got one person in the chat. Oh yeah. And or and and also you want to look at making sure that that the, the, the chat is active as well. Like seeing, I look for that. Not just not just that. It's obviously, the creator is more important at that at that standpoint. But I'll look at the chat to see if they're talking to each other. See kind of what the vibes are there. As and 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 look at that as well. Not just the creator specifically, but interesting. Okay. And so if they're, so then they engage. So it, it kind of just sounds like how engaging they are to an extent. Yeah, I think that's important for me. I mean, I, it just, I feel like you're, you are as good as your community is, you know? So yeah. if you if you can build a strong community and, and really, uh, really push that then and grow like that, then you're going to, you're going to, you're going to be successful. And if you just, if you just game, that game goes away. What's left? You know. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So are you, so you would be more inclined to watch someone who might not be as good, but is more engaging with the chat and the stream than perhaps a sweat. Is that accurate? Or is it, yeah. would, it would it still be dependent? Like if they're sweating in game, but they have a super active chat that's talking with each other, like which, I guess, which would you which are you more likely to go for? Uh, more likely to go for the person that's engaging and the person. Nice. That I'm, the sweat's not what I'm all I'm looking for. If I want to do that, I'll go watch. I'll go watch uh, some of the some of the sweats just YouTube videos. You know, just watch like their top their world records. You know, 
but I mean, I feel like you should like, say that m again. Say say that again. Say that again. You just if you want to watch the sweat, you're gonna go watch their YouTube videos. I think that's one of the yep. things that yep. has bothered me the most. But it's like it's I see so many people, and that's why even like I try and even when I'm doing well, like, yeah, I know I'm good to some, but I also know that if you wanted to go and watch a sweat, you're gonna go watch Z. You're gonna go watch Joe. You're gonna go watch Brett. Like there's this I think that's the hardest part of Yeah being good at the game at least for content creation is so many people and that's originally that's what i wanted to do i was like oh i'm decent at the game yeah maybe that's how i'll like get popular or whatever and then i realized no like if you're you need to be really fucking good and you need to be yeah. doing that consistently all the time or you need to find a way to be like okay and then really entertaining because yeah. there's already yeah okay continue a, that's that yeah, was I, one I, thing I that was bothering me man, yeah. so much during the especially when facebook started to get a little difficult i was seeing all of these quote-unquote sweats who were getting upset that they weren't getting more views or blah 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 blah. and it yeah. was just the realization of bro there's already like yes you're good i don't want to take that away from you but there's already thirty thousand other people who already have a bigger following and a name that are known for that so there's no there's it's rare that you want to go and discover a new sweat as opposed to just going and watching timmy like you could go and do that so that's okay keep talking i just wanted to throw that out there no i agree it's just i mean it's just like any business different differentiation is is key i mean you want to be different you want to be something you want to have that it factor and a reason for somebody to come watch you over going to watch the sweat you know exactly i mean not not that not that like the people aren't there's a lot of sweaty people on facebook and all over oh yeah and there's some people that are very damn good players a lot well above average and and they're fun to watch too but what's that different thing like for you like for instance for me like what attracted me to your stream is just how real you are number one you're always you're always saying you're always saying what you feel and and you're always honest with your community you're always up front with with things Thank and that's you. how i've always that's how i've always felt and i've always felt like it was part of a, a family a friendship that i feel like is is more important than than the games and i and i love watching your your solo play and and watching you spectate people carry. <laughs> thank you so so no, that's something that i feel that you do that's a little bit different. I mean, I know Tim Tapman obviously spectates all the time. Everyone spectates. But but everybody does it. And I think it's fun to watch. And Stone does it too. Yep. But but uh it's something that's that differentiated you and, and you could really see your personality in it. And to me, personality is probably number one when I'm watching somebody that's live. And mm. and so I, I like that aspect of it, of, of your streams and, and a lot of these other creators that I, that I do watch on a regular basis or even friends that I watch all the time. So thank you. I think that's, that's what brings me to, to somebody is just that relationship, that community. So I love that. That's so, it's so beautiful. I think that's so important for everyone else out there as well. Like, especially getting into content. I think that's one of the things that I feel so many people might maybe miss out on is like you're so caught up by the fact that, oh my gosh, I get to play video games for a living on camera that you forget about the fact that there's so much more to that 
Yeah. And yeah, it's not just about being good at a game. It's okay. When this, when I'm in between games, how am I going to keep people entertained? Or when I'm yep. sucking at the game, how am I going to keep people entertained? And if you build your, like, that's why it's so cool to see. I mean, it's, it's been interesting to see the main Facebook sweats of Warzone, or not even, just in general, Z, Aiden, and all these people now, I don't want to say struggling, but you can see that they're trying to find other ways yep. to maintain their success because Warzone isn't doing that for us anymore. No, 100%. And you see you see it in a lot of the big big players. I mean, they're moving over to Apex. They're moving to Valorant. They're moving to something else besides Fortnite or different games. Or even they're, they're just not even game. They're just chatting a lot. So yeah. They just come in and just chat. And they're doing very well with it. Like, you look at Audio Freak, who has his... He has, he has a very strong follow on Facebook, partnered for... Since Facebook did partnerships, I believe. I mean, as far as I can remember... But uh, he's back there in the Stone Mountain days. Yep. But and he can only game on Facebook. But he comes over to kick and and fucking kills it, man. I mean, he kills it on just chatting and drinking beer. That's amazing. He'll sit back and he'll, he'll sit back and just kick a beer. And and I've met him at a few events. So we hung out with him at the Tin the Tap Man, and then of course we saw him at at Loot Fest. Yep. But I mean, Rudy's an amazing dude, and and Ryder, another guy that's yep. he's a sweat. He's a sweat, but he 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 pays attention to his chat. Well, he drops a damn 30 bomb, 40 bomb. I hate I mean, I him. Just, I hate I him because of that. that. I, I hate him so much. The fact that he went from being sick as fuck on mouse and key to then switching yep. over to controller and still doing it. And like, <laughs> it pisses me. Him and Guru yep. Yep, I'm are the you two people that sweat the most while looking at the chat the most. And yep, I want to kick him in the dick. Anyway, yep, continue. No, both of them are really good people, man, too. I mean, Luca Guru, he doesn't stream near as much anymore, but yeah. But it, <clears throat> both both those guys, yeah, I agree. They they give the most attention to chat as they're sweating their ass off. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it. But they're just that like good. If yeah, if I'm in that mode, I, I I ain't looking at chat if I'm trying to drop my 20, you know? Oh, 100%. <laughs> if I'm trying to get 10 <laughs> kills, I'm like, you guys, just sit there. Talk to yourselves. I'll be back. <laughs> So how right, often exactly. do you find yourself looking for new creators to watch? Because I know for me, I get overwhelmed with the amount of friends and people I already see that it, it can almost be daunting to attempt yeah. to like someone else because then I'm like, fuck, now I have to keep up on someone else. Oh, shit. How, yeah. how does that work for you? Do you like to, is that something that makes you extremely satisfied? Yeah, um, you say words. Yeah, it's for me it does it does make me like happy to find new people and be able to support them and and do what I can not only not only just with not financially necessarily I'm not going to go and support every single person or I would end up not making I'd be losing money but yeah but as like a viewer I try to at least like pop a tab open if like I I really vibe with a person and I know they're trying to make it trying to get their 75 followers or something like that I I'll try to help out as much as I can on like at least keeping a view to let them climb that leaderboard while I'm working because it doesn't cost me anything. And so, but I, I am with you where I have like my, my core, like 10 people or so, yep. maybe, maybe 15 that I focus more energy on. And, and that's, that's cause I mean, 
at the end of the day, my, I have to be with my family. So I'll usually just leave tabs up and, and walk away from my computer. Like I'll even, even really? after I get off work, after I get off work, I'll just pop open like four or five streams, leave my computer on and just let them go. And like, and if they raid somebody, it just raids with them on kick, which is kind of cool. I am such so I a shit gaming up. friend. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I just I do even... it because it doesn't cost me anything in my, to my look because I, I leave my computers on i'm probably stupid for doing that but i leave them on a lot which so i just i'm like hey might as well stream something while while it's there so, dude okay i might have to do that i like that idea because i'm so bad at watching live streams yeah i think that's one thing i feel really guilty about i'm good i will because i'll be scrolling tiktok and i'll see someone's and I'll like randomly swipe past it and then I'll be like, oh no. And then I'll go back and then I'll like it and then I'll sit in there and then I'll save it and then I'll go. But yep. it's like live streams, <laughs> dude. I I can't. I, I'm so bad at tuning into those. It's yeah. so tough. I think it also has to do with the fact that I hate Call of Duty when I'm not playing it. But yeah, I'm with you on that. <laughs> I don't know. So what are your what are your main oh, as okay, as a streamer, what are your main streaming pet peeves and then as a viewer what are your main viewing pet peeves streaming first so streaming pet peeves yeah um i i i hate it whenever like you say like you're you're in the middle of like a like a match or something like that and then somebody like pops the discord like, hey can i play like that's and that, unless it's like a homie that's different wait wait wait, like, wait 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 like they'll they'll pop in in voice chat yeah, like, cause I don't have mine locked. Sometimes I'll go in my Call of Duty one that's not locked. I have a streaming one, but sometimes I'll just go in it not even thinking about it, and they'll just like pop in, "Hey, can I play?" And I'm like, "Oh, not right now." Like, <laughs> but so like sometimes I'll that's that's my own mistake for not going in the locked one. But that's I guess one pet peeve. And then, but kick, I've noticed something big on kick is the whole follow for follower. I got a tab for yep. you. Yup. And so that's, that's I block right away. That's actually probably number one. That one right there. Yep. Just gets, yeah, I just block them and, and move on. But um, I'm saying like the, trying to think of five. So. Oh, you don't have to think of five. I was going to. And but, did you did you experience? And that's the interesting dynamic of kick, because I feel as though on Twitch, on Facebook, granted, those are the two main ones that I'm on. I haven't experienced. I swear I've experienced more follow for follow on kick than I have on either yep. Facebook or Twitch. Yeah, I agree, a hundred percent. I mean, I've experienced it on Facebook a good chunk. Whenever you're in big algo, yeah, that's that, fair. I don't really, I don't really uh, see it a whole lot on the other side. But and do you acknowledge it or do you just delete it right away? Uh, I'll use the like, No, thanks. I, I'm I'm glad you're glad you're live right now and want me to watch. <laughs> you, but, <laughs> nice. And then so I just kind of acknowledge it and then I'll say, but have a nice day and like either time them out or ban them completely. Sometimes nice. I'll just I'll just time them out for like few hours and that way they just go away but because you you want them to have the eyes in the channel you know you got oh 1000 percent. so <laughs> do you okay so then part two of this before we get to your pet peeves as a viewer do you what are your distinguishers for a mute versus a ban uh well if it's just trolling i usually and it, if it doesn't get out of hand if they don't say like a like a hard r or say yeah. like something going going like going against a like talking down to a woman something like that that's that's probably a ban, <laughs> but if they're just trolling and just having fun and, and not, not being harmful, I'll just say, Hey, like, can you chill? And if they don't chill, then mute them for a little bit. Maybe they'll learn. And if they don't learn their lesson, then it goes to the ban side of it. But nice. Most of them. 
but most of them. Uh, sorry, I was looking at. My oh, you're so good. I was like, did it cut out? You're so good. I was just no, making but, sure. Uh, you know, you're good. You're good. But uh, but I guess for me, um, I guess that's kind of like where I stand on that side of it. But no, that's perfect. And then as a viewer, pet peeves. And in, as a viewer, pet peeves. Um, number one is just completely like just not even looking at not even like acknowledging your community at all like the whole time yeah. like just not not doing that and then you're just like oh my gameplay is gonna speak for it like the, that cockiness side of it how often have you Where, run into that um i mean uh, i guess a lot but really not a, not a I've, I've run into a lot where it's like if you're not their core group of friends they kind of ignore your messages that's, that's fair the ones that i'm like immediately i'm not gonna be watching like i'm like eh, i'm out like i'm gone yeah <laughs> not gonna happen but um i guess number two um would be just like when people are just like like, like begging and, and pleading for for either like financial subs and stuff like that just just begging for it is different than to me, I'd rather you build the community, build a relationship with people than just like, hey, send me five subs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> send me 10 subs. And so that that right there like kind of gets me because I'm I'm a very giving person. I try to I try to donate whenever I can. And yeah, and I know a lot of a lot of people that watch streams, they they can't financially support, but them being there should be enough. Yeah. Uh and, and enough to support you because it's gonna bring somebody else that might be able to easily support. Exactly. And, you know, and as creators, you know that there's usually, I mean, a core group of maybe 20 people that are a lot of your, a lot of your, the income side of it. Yep. And so there's, there's a few that are very easily able to do that. And then of course you got your supporters that are giving you like your five, four ninety nine or $5 a month. And that's, that's plenty. And that's a cheeseburger. Go out, go out and buy yourself yeah. a, go buy yourself. Well, as long as you're on kick, not Twitch. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. 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 You can go to the dollar menu. if you're. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go, to the, go to the value menu. Dude, doing the math on everyone's subs has been so insane. Oh, yeah. It's been it's, so it's great. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's been so it's great. Crazy. Anyway, continue. Yeah, but uh, I'd say another big, another big pet peeve of mine when watching is somebody that like the, they don't really pay attention to, I guess, the the view that the the person gets so they're like cover up something important in the game and that like always kills me like it's interesting like where, okay where their camera is and it just bugs me i'm not gonna not watch you because of it but yeah like, why like why would you put that there like <laughs> so if you're, you're watching a everything. call of duty stream what are you what would deter you what would you consider the important part that they are blocking because I've always found um, that so interesting as I've moved my camera around. Some people want to see the gun. Some people don't give a shit. Some people want to see what a uh, little equipment thing I have. Some people don't give a shit. Like it's, it's always yeah. so interesting how opinionated people can be as to the location yeah. of a camera. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm not going to not watch somebody because their camera. Yeah. Is, but, but I would say I'd like to see the kills. Like I like to see like where you're at, like on that. So some people will like put it in the top right or something. I'm like, why, why, why are you doing that? yeah and so so that that's one and then i like to see who they're playing with if like say i'm watching somebody i like to see like all the names in the bottom left yep because then i can kind of see who's alive who's not who are they playing with play, oh they're playing with a friend of mine like let's go i'm gonna go watch them too so i'll pull up both streams and watch them both but that's something that i i look for when i'm going to a stream is is where the where the camera is but it's not like i said it's not a deal breaker but. yeah what else is that it those two things um or three things 
I'm trying to think. I wasn't really prepared for that question, but oh, I know. I guess <laughs> another. I guess another thing that that I kind of get pet peeves on is is people that that immediately just like ban for trolling because I mean, trolling is going to bring you engagement. Yeah, so, I mean, let them let them troll a little bit. I mean, if they get out of hand, obviously, like I do the same thing. I ban them or mute them or whatever. Yep. But but somebody that's automatically like if they have a different viewpoint of, on something. Like if they're talking about a subject and they have a different viewpoint, they're like, oh, automatic ban. Like, like say, if really? Somebody, like, I've seen that happen. And it's just like, why? Like, like they'll be talking good about, like, say, ex president. And then it gets political. And then this other person's like, well, I believe that this person's better. And they just ban them. And I'm like, like, just because they have a different belief than you, you can't be friends. Like, you can't associate. Like, why? Why not? I mean, bold to be talking like, politics in a stream, but still, that's. Well, I agree. I, it is bold. And, and, but I, at the same token, I mean, in real life, do you ban your friend from you because they're on this, on the left or the right? Like, oh, no. I ban like, them if they're a shitty person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. I agree 100%. That's all and you got to do. And it's just, it's just, it's just funny to me to see, like, that they're like, just kick them completely like they're gone because they believe something different because we yeah. all have different beliefs and that's okay oh one million percent again just don't be a dick that's it it's so simple yep, yep. it's well, really easy it's an easy lesson to learn in life <laughs> yeah shit dude oh my gosh that's beautiful bob what are you most stressed about on about a day-to-day -day basis uh most stressed about on a day-to-day -day basis uh i'd say just providing for my family I mean, that's yeah my number oh, one focus dude yeah that's so. literally like the main reason i don't want a kid right now is well a i i mean i don't want a kid right now in general but that the freaking <laughs> financial aspect of it like it's so i mean not even to mention the emotional aspect and all of the actual things that you provide for a child besides finances but yeah the the thought of yeah that yeah. how do you find comfort in it like i assume yeah how what what helps you find comfort in that if not looking at your bank account um, and saying good numbers <laughs> yeah exactly no but uh i'd say one number one thing like whenever you do have a kid it changes not just your like outlook on life like it, it completely changes who you are as a, not who you are as a person but it changes your I guess priorities in life like it yeah. changed it changed a lot for me like where we like to travel we like to do all that stuff but that's not a back burner that's like if we can travel great but if we can't it's okay we can be here we have a family yeah but and I want to I want to show her all the things that I was able to luckily see when I was a kid like going I got to go to Hawaii when I was like I was like 18 but I got to go on that I, got, I went to Cancun a lot when I was a kid like my mom was always treat us to that vacation and I want to do that for her. I want to go to Disneyland. I want to go to nice. We've already taken her to Disneyland, but whoa, 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 whoa! You World. took a less than two and a half year old to we Disneyland. Okay, continue. Never mind. I was gonna say you spent the money for a memory yeah. that she won't remember. I cannot judge you. <laughs> continue. Live your life. Yeah, we had yeah we had free we had free tickets. So and we got the VIP treatment, which was we got to go behind the stage and all that. How? Because uh, my mom's best friend married uh, an entertainer in Vegas. Uh, I don't know if you know who Terry Fader is. But, Terry Fader. Uh, Wait. He's a ventriloquist from America. No way. Yeah. yeah. He's so good. The one who sings. 
Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, he's phenomenal. But yeah, it's okay, my wait, he's so married what's... to my mom's best friend. What? So like, I, I call I call her my aunt Angie, but uh, yeah, Angie Angie Fader now. But but yeah, so so I they they invited us to go out with them. So we're like, well, yeah, we'll fly to California and go to Disneyland. Like, let's go. <laughs> no Just, so, yeah. way. Yeah, it was pretty cool. We got to go to. Have you ever heard of Club Thirty Three? Like, oh yeah, like, I've been there twice actually. Yeah, I got to go there for cool. my birthday. Yeah, dude. Hey, if anyone, yeah, if you don't know what Club Thirty Three is, it's neat. Enjoy your money while you have it, because if you ever go there, you're going to be spending <laughs> a lot. It's a freaking joke. Yeah. It's like fifty dollars. What? It's more it was, than that minimum per person. Was, yeah, my my meal for me and my me and my wife, my little one was 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 covered, but. For us, it was like 280 bucks for two yeah. people to eat just dinner. Yeah. Just like normal dinner. It's so good, though. It's so nice. It's phenomenal food. I mean, the, we had like scallops and all. It was it was delicious, but. Oh, my damn. gosh. But, yeah, I couldn't do that every day. That's for sure. Yeah. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Okay. So, your priorities changed. So, yeah. How? Because I guess we never got to how. Yeah. So, priorities change where, like, you don't look at. Like, I didn't think about myself. Everything is for her. Like, everything I do is is focused on making her life the best it can possibly be. Now I've got to worry about like with all this stuff going on in schools and things like that, yep. I want to make sure she has the best schooling and that she's safe. I, I'm nice. not going to put my daughter in a school where I don't feel like she's secure and safe. Yeah. And so now I'm thinking about saving money for private school or saving money for that kind of thing. So that's, that's in the back of my head. Cause I look at I mean, I'm in Texas where, where guns are everywhere. Yeah. And so you just, you just never know what's going to happen. And so, I think of it a little differently than I would have 10 years ago, 10 years ago. I'd be like, Oh, we're Texas. Nobody can mess with us. But now I'm looking at it as I have a kid and it's like, I'm 20 minutes away or 10 minutes away from her school. If something happens, I'm, I'm going to drive my butt over there. Oh yeah. But at the same time, I mean, is it, is it fast enough? You know, yeah. something can happen so quick that, that I now I'm thinking about that stuff where 10 years ago, no, I wouldn't have thought about that. I'd be like, nah, Texas will be fine. Like, and no was, big deal. was that a gradual shift? Like the second you found out you're having a kid, oh, boom, holy shit, I got to take care. Or was it a slower realization? Um, I'd say it's pretty instant. As soon as like we started like even talking about having a kid, I mean, it kind of, when, when, as soon as we got pregnant, it was one of those things where, okay, well, now we're not going to do this as much. We're going to focus more mm. on this. And it just kind of changed our daily. And we don't, we never really were big on like partying hard. Like after we got, after we got married and everything, kind of slowed down on that side of it. Uh, I did all that in college. <laughs> yeah, got it out. But yeah, got it out of the way. But um, it, I just feel like we've just changed how we do things. We go to bed a little earlier. We cook food earlier. Before we would, we'd eat late at night and now it's everything revolves around making sure that that she has like a healthy healthy like healthy routine oh. and, and everything is good with that so i mean we try to put her in bed by 8 eight thirty. i mean some nights we'll keep her up till 10 because we just want to watch a movie but yeah but majority of the nights i mean she's in bed by 8 or eight thirty, and that's for me i'm a late i'm a i'm a night owl i like to stay really up so it sucks with streaming at five o'clock, but I yeah. also stay up till midnight sometimes just watching a movie with my wife. <laughs> I was going to say, so the missus stays up with you. You both are night owls in that regard? Oh, yeah, definitely. She's not a morning person as much. Oh. She'll go work out in the mornings. <laughs> she works out in the mornings, but that's about the extent. She'll go to Pilates or do her thing in the morning. But 
other than that, she's she's definitely more of a night owl than she is than she is a morning person. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. How was your? I mean, how was your relationship whilst the beginnings of parenthood? Because I always feel that that can either be a moment where y'all hate each other for a few weeks or a year or however, or you kind of learn how to do it relatively quickly. Like was, were, yeah. What was that introduction into parenthood for y'all? Um, for me, it was, I mean, it, for us as a, as a couple, it was, I mean, it was trying to, it was trying. I mean, it, yeah. it was challenges because we both need more sleep. You're not getting enough sleep. And luckily I was fortunate to, to have time off from work, which was nice. So really I, I was able, not long. I, I got to take like, I think, I think I took like a week. Hey, that's then, a week more than and, some get. And it was, <laughs> and it was during COVID I mean, at the, at the time too. So we were on kind of limited hours, so that helped a little bit too. But I mean, you definitely, you definitely find out like where, especially with like somebody that just had a kid, like they, they're really tired, they're beat up. She's having, she's having a breastfeed and stuff like that. So that part I can't help with. Yeah. So, so like she's waking up in the middle of the night and I'm still sleeping. And I think they're that side of it. I mean, I try to, I try to, try to wake up when I could to help out and do what I needed to do. Yeah. But, but the same token, it's one of those things where like you, you just have to work through it. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a challenge, but I mean, every relationship has its challenges. So just gotta, just gotta work through that. And I think we became better through it. Um, it definitely was, was a challenge. There's no doubt, but. And how did y'all work through that? Was it, I I mean, if you don't mind me asking, did you guys have a relation, a couple's counselor? Was it just you guys knowing how to communicate with each other? This is my need. This is how I'm feeling. What was that? Uh, it was it was more of a me learning to communicate better and oh really and trying to because my my wife's more of an introvert than I am so like I'm very forthcoming with a lot of my like how I feel a lot of the time sometimes I'll bottle stuff up but for me it's 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 getting asking the questions and 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 being more and I still try to I still struggle with that sometimes now like where I don't ask the questions that I probably should to kind of dig to see how she's feeling and and things like that so for me it's it's trying to learn to do that uh more consistently and that's that's something i still struggle with sometimes i just won't always ask the questions is that what Uh, she has asked of you yeah yep interesting so what like what types of questions can you walk me through a situation because i'm so i love this so much as someone who is more introverted but is also on your side of things in that like i also like to talk more like there's i feel both parts of this so much yeah. Um, I mean, something that helps, helps with me is like seeing, like asking at the end of the day, like, how was your day? Like just, just simple as really that to open her up a little bit. And then, and it gets us to where we can actually like talk and, and I can see, Oh, well, well, what, what, what today is, has gone like South. You can see if she feels bad, like what, what can I do to make your day better? Or like, what can I, can I take something off your plate? Um, can I like cook dinner tonight or can I go cook on the grill, whatever, uh, do something to help her out or, <clears throat> or just just do something to maybe help out with the baby if she if, if if Maisie needs something, then I can go help out with a little one and and just give her time to just rest and sit on the couch and watch YouTube. Nice, you know something, yeah, something like that where it's like just 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 having that that communication is it's been a struggle for me. I mean, I'm not always the best to to do that because I just think that I know about most of her day already because we talk during the day as she's doing things with with Maisie or whenever Maisie's at school. 
I know she was running these errands, but I don't, I don't think about what could be happening behind that. So, yeah. And so for me, it's, it's asking that question. So. Interesting. So what are, are there any other challenges you've had to overcome with having a partner that's more introverted or in terms of just even your differences as a couple? Um, I guess not, not really. Cause she's not really as introverted with me on like most. Scenarios. I get it. Okay. But she's more, she's an extrovert. Once you get to know her, don't worry. She'll talk your ear. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> but she's just very selective on who she does that with and who she talks through, who she talks to about those kind of intimate conversations or those more in-depth conversations. Yeah. Like surface level, she could talk to anybody probably, but, but when it comes to like getting into the kind of nitty gritty or getting into like serious conversation, I feel like you, you really got to peel back the layer a little bit. And from, whereas for me, you could walk up to me, a homeless man on the street could walk up to me and I could talk to him for 10 minutes. Nice. Um, I mean, I could talk, talk to a brick wall more than likely. So. <laughs> How are you made? <laughs> How were you made? <laughs> and were you always like this? Uh, yeah, I've always been very, very, very outgoing. And, and that's just something I think I got from both my, my dad and my and I was going to say, yeah, parents were extroverted or even just those two. Like, how was your how were the, the women on your on that side of the family? Um, well, my, yeah, my mom's very extroverted. Nice. Um, she has her introvert side to her, like for certain for like for personal stuff. She's not very extroverted she likes to keep all that close okay but but when it comes to like just normal relations she's she's friends with freaking everybody my mom is friends with everybody i mean anybody from political people to high-ranking military officials things like that just because my my stepdad's he's a he's in the military special forces he's been in it for 27 years i won't say what branch is because yep I don't, I don't like to talk about that stuff on, yep. on, on stream but love it but uh he's he's been in the in the, in the armed forces for a long time and so they have a lot of those connections and when it comes to that that stuff she doesn't talk about that openly yeah that much. but but when it comes to like she could walk up to like she's been in sales she owned her own business for a long time now she she doesn't now she works for a charity organization now but um they do a lot for military uh military families and things like that so <clears throat> that's that's kind of where i get it from i think it's from her and my granddad and my dad um my grandma is pretty outgoing as well so i feel like that's just something that's always been in my blood <laughs> dude i love that i love that so much so what what do we have that we're most excited about going for these next few weeks or month what are you looking uh, what are you excited about in the future um I'm excited, excited and scared uh, I'm excited and scared for for Warzone. <laughs> nice, three. yeah, that's fair. When is that's next Wednesday? <laughs> I think it is. Yeah, okay. Week, yeah, I'm excited and scared for that one, but at the same time, I'm not going to let that dictate my happiness. One hundred percent. I got to kind of. I've I've kind of given up on COD making me happy. Um, Smart man. But but at the same token, I I really hope it does get better. But, yeah. Uh, we got a lot of family time this weekend that I'm looking forward to for Easter. We'll be with that's, all the family. Dude, I keep and, forgetting it's Good Friday and Easter and all that. That's why I'm <laughs> able to talk to you right now. Yeah, I keep... <laughs> someone at Jiu-Jitsu was like, Happy Good Friday. I'm like, oh, that's right. Yeah. I, I totally forgot. forgot. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, does that mean that Wednesday was Ash Wednesday? Yep, I believe so. Oh, interesting. I feel like I didn't see as many people with ashes on their foreheads as I walked around. Yeah, I didn't either. I did not either. Damn. 
Damn shame. But maybe I didn't notice it. Maybe they, I don't know. But <laughs> I, I definitely wouldn't notice. Touch your ass, so yeah. That oh, that's fair. Ass. If you didn't, if you didn't go outside, <laughs> chances are you didn't encounter a stranger in your home who would have that on their forehead. <laughs> yeah, we were like out in our neighborhood. That's about as I got walked down the park with a little one and then gone to the grocery store or something. That's about it. But that's fair. I, but because uh, we've got we've got our Peloton and stuff here, so I don't really have to leave too much. Are you a Pelotoner? But, uh not I, I haven't no i wouldn't say i'm a pelotoner i have one my wife <laughs> nice. more than i do okay but i want to start doing that before my streams like waking up like an hour early and just going up there and doing that so that's something i have my bucket list so now you want to wake up at three <laughs> yeah i guess so you're now, just like never gonna o'clock. go to bed i'll probably wake up at like four and then go up there four fifteen, do like a 30 minute ride and then Go to bed at midnight, wake up four hours later, <laughs> bro. Are you actually, how much Crazy. sleep do you realistically get a night? Probably five to six hours. That's, that's all I, like, I, I, so coming out of college, I worked for PepsiCo. And what did you do for Pepsi? I was a, well, first I started as a, a sales rep. Then I went into management and uh, I managed 15 sales reps across all central Texas and uh did that for them for seven years i think i worked seven or eight years i worked for pepsi but the thing with pepsi is you you start work at 3 30 a.m and that's every single day and so you get i got so used to just getting up my body doesn't sleep past seven even if i want to sleep in so like it's just one of those things that I just, I'm just a morning person now. I just kind of, I've kind of given up on sleeping in. <laughs> Why did you need to wake up at three thirty? Uh, well, like, I had to wake up that early because I had sales reps that started work at three thirty, so I had to be ready for if they had issues because they run their routes. They they go to these stores before anybody's in there because they have to go stock the shelves. They have to talk to the uh, managers, get, get their sales in. Oh, so so you're there. As soon as they open their doors, which Walmart doesn't really close, so yeah, so it's one of those things that they're they're just constantly, constantly on the road. So I mean, they and some reps don't get done till five. So I mean, I work from three thirty to five almost every day when I work for Pepsi, if not later, sometimes six or seven. <laughs> so what? Yeah, I mean, it was it was a lot of hours. That's why, and the money wasn't worth it. <laughs> I was just about to say there better be a damn good paycheck or solid ass benefits because that sounds like shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was rough, man. It was, it was pretty rough. What got you starting working there? I know this is completely derailed from where we're, we were going, but this is, I'm interested. Uh, what got me uh, working for Pepsi? My, my dad has been with Pepsi for 32 years. So almost my whole life I'm 34. Um, so I, I just looked up to him doing it and I just was like, eh, they offered me a job. I, I, I interned with them for two years cause I got a great internship, uh, while I was in school. So I was like, eh, it's good money. And, a paid internship is always good. Oh yeah. So I, they offered me a job straight out of college. They offered me to move. They moved me. They paid me, paid me to move, paid for my relocation. I moved down to central Texas, down in Waco, like in between here and Austin. I'm in Fort Worth area now, but okay. So I, so I, they paid me to move there. I, I went to work there and they promoted me to management within a year, year and two months. I think it was like 14 months. I was promoted into management. Jeez. So that's, that's kind of what got me on that track. But, it was, I went a different path than my dad to start. I started on food service, which is like selling into like Baylor university, things like that. Like selling into the, the hospitals, selling like the wellness drinks and things like that. Um, 
and I sold their food too, like Frito Lay and Quaker and all that. So I I loved what I did. Holy but hell! The, the the money was awful. Yeah. Like for the hours I worked, the money was awful. Do you mind? Were you salaried for that? Yeah, I was. I oh yeah, that at, sucks. Yeah, I started off at like forty five thousand. My first job out of college, which is looking back, it was good then. Like I oh thought it yeah, because I didn't I didn't have a lot of expenses, but then like it would be like a three percent to six percent raise every year so i mean by the time i got into management and i got my promotion like a year in they gave me like a 10 percent raise and i thought that was like life i thought i was like oh shoot that's that's awesome and i'm so, making it yeah but then i looked at like how much i worked and then how much bills were and i'm like i'm basically li- working working to live not not like not having fun with it not enjoying my life like i never, yeah. I, never I didn't have time for myself at all and like even on the weekends my guys worked because they still had to do their jobs. And so on Saturdays and Sundays, I was taking calls from my reps, trying to help them out. And luckily I didn't have a family then. Yeah. At the same token, it's one of those things that, that always, always bit at me. And that's why I left that industry. <laughs> nice. So. And that's when you went to, cause yeah, it was that your management part before you took that management out of there. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I, I had one job in between these that I uh, worked in a food service company doing sales, but then this company reached out on LinkedIn that I'm at now and in its history from there. So, I mean, I'm, I'm very happy with, with what I do. I love the people, I, the companies I work with and work for. So. Dude, that's freaking good. awesome. What a journey. Holy yeah, hell, dude. It's been eventful. There's no doubt. Dude, I love it. I'm, I mean, I'm freaking, I'm chilling beautifully. Do you have any questions? Do you have any things on your mind? What are you thinking, feeling? Um, I mean, I guess my, my biggest thing is what brought you into, into content creation. I know you did like acting, modeling, stuff like that too, but yeah, like what, what brought you into it? I, I mean, I always knew ever as literally as long as I can remember, I've always loved to entertain. I would be watching mad TV all the time. And so me and my cousins would put on performances and I would have a full blown Miss Swan impression and full uh, cane dress and everything that my cousins and I would all put together. So I always knew that I wanted to entertain. I loved it. And then I also knew that I felt I felt different in spaces with a bunch of dudes in my sport. Like I never felt like I belonged there because I've always been this sensitive, let's say more comfortable with feminine type dude surrounded. I mean, playing football and all these dudes are, I want to go hit everyone. And I'm like, I just like to lift weights. Like, can I just do that? And so in that I've always felt as though I, I wanted more people like me. I wanted to create, I wanted, I've never had that big community or even just a few, at least when I was younger of people who were like that, of people who were just like wanting to be themselves, whatever that was. And I, I felt as though I wanted to create that for myself. And so then when COVID hit and I wasn't able to do acting anymore, I was switching from Actually, the month of April, I was going to start doing improv classes at Upright Citizens Brigade and start getting away from my scripted acting class. And then, of course, COVID hit. And I was like, there's no effing way I'm doing an improv class online. That sounds like a nightmare. 
So I was just, I was watching clips of Dr. Disrespect and I was like, you know what? Well, yeah, I had just broken up with my girlfriend. I was watching clips of Dr. Disrespect and playing video games nonstop. And that's when I just thought I might as well give it a shot. And one of my friends suggested I tried out Facebook. She helped and sent me a webcam. And then that was it. Like ever since I, I, I think I created my Facebook page on April 2nd. And then I've been full time since August of 2020 and I haven't stopped since. And it's That's been, awesome. yeah, dude, it's been, it's been beautiful. It's diff, It's definitely the most difficult thing I've ever done in my life and continues to be the most difficult thing, but in the best way possible. But in a beautiful way. Exactly. Oh yeah. So much. Yeah. So I think it's more so just real, uh, like it's, that's the the only thing that I love to an extent more about modeling and acting is the, well, especially for modeling, is just the fact that you get to go there. It, or I guess you could compare it to just any job where you're not a manager and you clock in and clock out. Is you go, you do your job, you leave, yep. and you don't think about your fucking job again. And that's yep. what I love about modeling. You go in. You know, all right, I'm going to be here for 10 hours doing shit, and then I leave, and I don't have to think about that again. And I get yep. a guaranteed paycheck, and I think that's one of the toughest things about yeah, this. You can't just turn it off. Yeah, oh, there's no – yeah. if you want to be successful, you have to continue turning it on until you're able to get to the point where you can pay people to be able to turn yourself off in that stuff. regard. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So that's – yeah, that's that's why I've just loved it, and and that's why it's been interesting to step yeah. away more from Call of Duty and to try and play other games because it's also yeah, realistically, people are gonna watch you more for a certain game than others. So how do you bring more of yourself to all of these games so that they again be they fall in love or become more attracted to who that creator is as opposed to the game that's in the background? And so that's the. I think that that math equation has been the the toughest and most fun of it all is, yeah, how do you just continue to find new and awesome ways to keep not only yourself engaged, but then your community and the people that you love entertaining, how do you keep them, uh, take them along for the ride for everything as well? So that's, yeah, dude, it's been awesome. And I just, I continue to hope that, I I don't know, I, I feel so bad potentially not wanting to spend as much time on twitch because it works so well for all of us but at the end of the day just realizing that dude the same amount of subs on twitch is i'm breaking even and then the same amount over on kick and i actually get to save like it's it's that it's that that's what upsets me the most is it's not even a close difference of all right i'm break even or i can afford like an extra hundred dollars no it's literally the difference between I buy a house at the end of the year or I'm still in this apartment at the end of the year. That's what's yeah, crazy. It's, it's, it's life changing differences. It yeah. Really is. Yeah. And so I just I, I hope that m- more companies or either continue to follow or just the ones that are continuing to take care of us continue to take care of us so that we don't have to depend on the other shitty ones. But yeah, it's been it's been fucking crazy. I never would have expected that I would be at this place it's it's insane the the ways in which covid has changed everyone's life for good for bad for different for x y or z because yeah i i can i can without a doubt say that i would i would never have thought of streaming if i was still if covid never happened 
I would I would be very surprised if I wasn't still bartending, if I wasn't on a show or whatever. Because that's, yeah, it, I, I don't know. I, what, what changed in your life from COVID? Like, did that change the um, trajectory of anything that you were doing? I think that sped up me getting into getting further into consecration because they, nice. they, they, they lowered our hours at my job. I have now I'm, I was still in this job, but they, were you in I person? Just, I had at just that started. Point? No, I was, I was where I'm, I'm remote. Cause my company's based in New Jersey. Oh, nice. So I'm remote anyway, but we didn't get to go to customers anymore. Um, so everything was done virtually and they lowered our hours for three months. I worked four hours, five hours a week is what they had us pay. That's all they would pay us. So I got unemployment. And so I was like, well, shoot, I got to do something because I'm not going to survive like this. So yeah. we, I mean, we owned a house and we, st- we, we moved from that house to another house now, uh, just based on the, the, we just timed the market just about perfect. We made money and then got this one cheaper. So nice. So it was a good time to move for us. But I mean, for me, it changed really a, a whole lot because I don't think I would have been this deep into streaming had it not been for COVID and me me forcing myself to do, I mean, eight hours of streaming, six hours of streaming every day. Yeah. And, and it helped build that community, helped build that camaraderie with, with my community. So it just, I think it definitely changed me in that aspect. Um, and it also just, I mean, COVID in general, it, it was a crazy time to raise a kid. Yeah. I I was, that's, that's the question that I ended up losing. How was that? Did you have to give because when was, I mean, you don't have to give an exact birth date or anything if you don't want to, but like when through COVID was baby born? It was September 6th, uh, September, like the middle of September. like, so like Of 2020? Yeah, the 15th is her Holy birthday. Holy shit. So like right in the middle of literally everything. I yeah. Mean, Deciding between everything so, opening or not. Yeah. So like we, like at the hospital, I was, I was the only visitor. There was one person allowed in the room with her. So, Damn. I mean, I was there to, of course, be there for the, for the C-section, do all that. Yeah. And then, but afterwards, like we're in the room, baby's in the NICU. She was a little early and my family and her family couldn't even come in the room unless I left. Like I'd have to go like, so like I'd plan, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to go get us lunch. Have your nice. mom and dad come by, like one come in, one come in. And they just kind of swap out as they needed to. And, and same with my, my parents, they come up there, say hi, and then and then bounce out the next one goes in so oh it's just, it sucked man i mean it was it's just it's not normal yeah there was nothing normal about covid and not only that but like her growing up her first year of life was weird i mean it was like you're not around we were scared to bring around some people because we didn't know where they had been are they being yep. safe are they are they taking care of themselves and masking up i mean we a lot of my like my my parents and stuff they all masked up around her her parents did too yeah and so like does she even know who they are because they always have a mask on oh i and didn't so even it, think about that it's just like like when they take the mask off in a year are they gonna remember hey that's that's grandpa or, yeah hey, or hey that's 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 my grandma that's my nana or whatever but i mean it's just I don't know, it's a weird life it was a weird weird year weird few years so. how long was she in the NICU for how how much how long uh, did you guys like, have to just about a day and a half it was oh long. okay it was just, beautiful you didn't have to deal yeah, with a week no, or two just, of hell dealing no, with that was, juggling it was very act quick no it was it was really quick it was it was only because she was born so early and there was a little bit of fluid in her lungs like just from the amniotic fluid from how the baby was positioned uh-huh but but whenever 
whenever they got that done, they just wanted her to, they had to feed her through a tube for like a, like 24 hours or something. Oh, wow. So they just, they fed her that way that, cause she had the fluid in her lung. They wanted her to like swallow more. So they just, they had the feeding tube and did that. And then after, after that, she was golden. Like everything was fine. So beautiful. And I assume she's doing well now. Oh yeah. Very hell. Hell yeah, Very dude. Healthy. So I love it. So that's all I hope for is her health. So <laughs> beautiful, dude. Bye. Hell Yeah. Dude, I love that so much. All right, where uh, where can everyone find you? What what do you have? Anything special planned that the people should know about? Anything you got planned that that's big in the future? Um, nothing real big planned. Just I mean, I'm I'm live like five to eight, pretty much every day, morning wise. Central. There time, we go. So. Weekdays but every not, day. Not Thursdays though. Not Thursdays because I have meetings early in the morning with work, but. Thursday is the only day I'm pretty much not live at 5, 5.30 every morning. So. Are you even on weekends you're live? Uh, for the most part. I try to, I, I usually go, might go at like 6 o'clock instead. I sleep in Damn. <laughs> but, but yeah, I try to, I try to. I don't always promise the weekends. Weekends are bonus. Yeah. But, but uh, I usually do that and we play with the community. I just play with everybody and have a good nice. time. And it's not, it's not one that I'm, Hey, I'm scheduling three hours. It's like, Hey, I'm getting on. And we, whenever I have to go, I got to go. Yeah. That's <laughs> but, kind of how I end up doing it yeah. anyway. Yeah. That's, that's kind of how, how it goes when it comes to, comes to the weekends. Cause they're, they're busy. Cause that's the only time I really get to do something different with the family. So, yeah, but that's, that's pretty much it. I know I'm working right now with kick and I, and I, I'd love to, if you want to be a part of it, you're more than welcome, but we're looking to do some charity stuff for the military. Um, nice. I'm work. I'm working with with some of their guys in the background. I've got a couple of Discord messages back and forth with them, but we're working on doing something for for some military vets to c- combat the suicides. Um, so that's something I'm trying to I'm trying to pioneer and work work with. And I also messaged some guys from Regiment GG to see nice. if they'd like to be part of it. I know they do stack up, and I know that's their big thing. Yep, stack up's my main thing too. Yeah, and Stack Up's great. I mean, they're amazing. They're, it's an amazing organization. They're incredible um, humans. Yeah, they are. They really are. And so we're doing something kind of similar to that where it's because uh, one guy in the SEAL community just recently committed suicide. Mike Day Saw that. made the news. Yep. And and this guy is somebody that my like my my stepdad's known for, for a while. And oh, wow. He's been, he was shot 27 times in, Af- in Afghanistan. And, and that's the fact he lived through that and then still had that he had a lot of positive outlooks. If you want, he has a lot of motive. He did motivational speaking. I mean, he has two, two kids yeah. and a wife and well, the, I think they're, I think he's divorced from his wife, but he has two, two beautiful kids. And, and the fact that he's still, still battling enough to where he took his own life is, is it's, it's scary. Cause you yeah. think that he's fine. You think he's okay. He's doing motivational speaking. And he talked about how much, like the only thing he thought whenever he got shot that day was, you know what? Um, I just want to make it home. He said, that's the only thing he said to said, he said, God, just get me home. I just want to be with my kids. Yeah. And that's all he thought. And and he got him home. I mean, he, he made it back home and, and he was perfectly healthy after that. And he recovered fine. And it just, you just never know what somebody's going through. So always try to be that, that positive light. in the Yeah. Day. I love that dude. That's, but I mean, cause it's, it's definitely near and dear to me. And I, and I know, Heck, we might just end up moving it over to where we're we're doing stack up for the charity. Yeah, I haven't chosen a specific charity yet. I know my mom works with the people here, but yeah, maybe maybe we'll just partner with Stack Up and just do something big with them. Dude, I I mean I'm always gonna recommend Stack Up. They have been ev like 
nothing shy of fabulous and incredible and communicative and so helpful every single damn time. Nice. Like it's, I, they are, I've yeah. never dealt with them personally. I just, I know who they are and I know what they stand for. And I like oh yeah. That. They're the, they're the charity I've worked with the most. It's them and pediatric yeah. brain tumor foundation, but stack yeah. up. Yeah. There's incredible. So yeah. I mean, of course do your own thing, support your dealios. But if you are ever looking for someone outside of that stack up, yeah. go with them for sure. Okay. And then no, I uh, want to do something in that regard. So hell yeah. And then, uh, of course, I'll DM you to get all your actual social links for everything. But I yeah. just Duckside Gaming everywhere. Where where would you like the people to follow you? Where are you most um, active? All that good stuff. I'd say I'm most active on my my Twitter, which is of course Duckside Gaming. But on Kick, it's just Duckside. Um, I, I left the gaming part out of it because nice. I try to do more than just gaming there. Um, and then on Facebook, it's ducks. It's that it's duckside. But if you do the link, it's duckside gaming, facebook.com slash duckside gaming. Beautiful dude. I, I couldn't get duckside. Somebody stole it from me. I mean, naturally. Yep. How Same did you, with, wait, how did you Twitter. get the name duckside? I don't even know how uh, I, how I skip so, past that. So I used to be always like my old days was always L ducky. And that was just, so we had like an L clan, like everybody had EL in front of their name. Nice. And we, we did that. So I was L ducky. There was L puppy. There was all these different ones. And so somebody took your name, by the way. Yeah, I um, can but, tell. Apparently I took theirs. <laughs> it sounds like yeah, this was before right. I got puppies. This is a long time ago, but yeah. So then I wanted to think of something a little more creative. So I liked Star Wars and I liked, I was like, oh, duck side. Like that sounds kind of cool. So I just like dark side, duck side. Nice. So, I would not have connected that. That's so um, good. So people don't even think of that side. My first logo that I had rendered, it was actually like a duck wearing like, like the, like the Sith Lord helmet. That's, um, uh, has anyone guessed? I doubt anybody got that one. No, I don't think anybody's gotten that. No. Hey, you know, that that's a little one that's just for you. Yep, it's just a little little nugget for me. That's precious. Oh, dude, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate this. Thank you so much for taking the time. This was oh, a I lovely, you, lovely man. chat, dude. So thank you. No, anytime, man. Anytime you want to talk, you know, if you're going through something or need something, let me know, man. I'm I appreciate here. it. Same here, man. Enjoy the rest of your day, dude. Thank you again. You too. Take I'll catch you later. Man. Bye. Enjoy the day off now. Hey, there we go. <laughs> Chill by the pool and get a tan or something. Exactly. Take it easy, man. Later, man. Beautiful.